Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is your girl, Donna D, a.k.a. Nerd Urban Mommy, and I am back with another podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Star. Welcome, Star. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Great. Okay, so can you tell everybody who's listening and who's watching, who is Star? Okay, I am Star Carbo Mark. I own Five Star Tax Professionals. I am a tax professional. I've been doing this for about 12 years from the West Bank. I live in Louisiana. You know, I'm on the best bank. <laughs> All right. So what did you do before you did taxes? I thought I wanted to do makeup and hair. I wanted to be in the beauty industry, right? So I went to Molar's Beauty College, telling you how old I am. I went to Molar's. Um, I, I practiced it, but shortly after that, I got into taxes and I've been doing that ever since. Okay, so you also, but you you don't just do taxes. You have a whole tax empire going on over there, right? Don't be mad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I help other women, men, I help others get into the tax industry the right way. When I got into the tax game, I sort of taught myself. I made a lot of companies, a lot of money. And so you learn every L is not a loss. It's a lesson. I learned from those mistakes. And now I help people get into the game and teach them the right way to do it and show them that there is money to make in this business. So when they join, do they have to know how to do taxes already? No. All you need is a computer and Wi-Fi. I'm going to make you a tax guru. There's no... It, that's the easiest part. I tell people all the time, you don't have to worry about taxes. I'm going to make sure you know how to do taxes. You're going to know that with your eyes closed, but you do have to apply yourself. Why Why would someone come to you? So so I, I, I'm going to help you. You're going to know everything you need to know about taxes. Uh, you'll be, if you apply yourself, you'll be great by the time the end of my mentorship is, and you'll be ready to go on and do, hopefully help others the way I've helped you. Okay. So what can, if someone gets into the tax business and they, you know, take your class and they do everything the correct way, what's a, an income that they can look, look forward to? I have partners who've been with me one year that has already made a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Like first year with me. Um, one partner went off and opened up her own location because most of my partners are virtual because we live in a virtual age now. Most people don't really care to go into any, you know, it's so much of work from home and, you know, you don't have to step foot into an office. So a lot of my partners are virtual, but one partner in particular, she did really, really well till she couldn't do it in her home no more. She had to go off and open up a storefront. Wow. And you said that could be one year. It doesn't have to take three or four years to get to get some money. No, 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 no. You you got to remember, for the most of the time, we work four months out the year. Right. So the average person works for, now that don't apply for me. I still, to this day, I'm still preparing taxes. But for most of my partners, they work four months out the year. In that four months, they've made anywhere between 50 to 100. I don't have, uh, I ain't going to say I don't have a partner who's made under 50, but any partner that I have that actually have tried and did what they had to do, they've made 50 and over, 50K and over. And that's big for four months. That is huge for yeah. four months. And you don't have to have any degrees you know, or anything like that you just have to want to do it 
you have to want to do it. Now, there are some CE credits that you'll get with the IRS and I help you get those things. They are not required, but you want to know everything you need to know. You want to be, if you plan on doing this as a career, this is my career. I work nowhere else. So if you want to do this as a career, then you definitely need to, you know, get in the good graces of the IRS. And then you, you're always learning because the, the tax laws are always changing. Always changing. Every year, every single year, I do continuing education and I bring it back to my team. Okay, so that's good. So they don't have to, I mean, they can stay on top of it if they want to, but for the most part, you're going to make sure you stay with your crew. Yeah. When I know better, when I do better, you do better. Uh, I don't stop them. Like when I go to these, you know, I travel all over doing these IRS forums and things like that. I always invite my team. I understand everybody don't have the flexibility that I have, but I'm going to go get it and I'm going to bring it back home. Okay. How difficult is it being a woman in that, in that field? So it is, it is definitely dominated by women. It is definitely becoming more dominated by black women. And I'm not saying there is no men, but as much as I advertise for new partners, I rarely ever get a man that say, hey, I'm interested. Hmm, I wonder why. I have no idea. And here's the thing. I, at one point in time, I was thinking maybe, you know, you know, we live in a world where men do, do not want to take orders or listen to women, right? <laughs> but I don't employ I build successful stores. So nobody who works under me works for me. They work for themselves. Mm. So I can't even say that's the reason why men don't, you know, join. I, I have no idea. Now I see other men doing it, but it's it's here and there. You know, I know lots of men that do it, but not as much, not as many as I know women. Not as many. So basically being a woman in this field, you feel right at home. So, you know, like some fields, like I'm in insurance, it's dominated by men. So it's a lot different for me, you know, trying to get my footing in the game. Whereas in the tax world, women already dominate that, that world. Exactly, exactly. And if you're a man in this world, I mean, and I do see black men, but I see more white men than black men. So, you know, it, it's there, it, it's here. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure of it that men will come in. If you're black, listen, if you finesse and you smooth talk, women love men in a women-dominated industry. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you're a man that does hair, you're going to have clientele round away because women love that attention from men for whatever reason, right? So I feel like the, a man could come in and they'll finesse the whole system. But, you know, it, we need more men. That is so true. That is so true. All right. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the taxes because we do want women, not just women. We want everybody to know that there is a way. You know, people always say, well, they're not hiring. This one not hiring. Sometimes you got to hire yourself. And this is one of the ways that you can hire yourself. And if you have the will, I say, well, there's a will, there's a way. Star is definitely every day. She's always posting stuff about tax. I have a lot of tax. I call y'all the tax bosses. I have a lot of tax bosses, and they all females on my page, and they they are always posting. And Star is one of those every day. She does not miss a day posting some information about taxes. So if there is something that you could tell someone about taxes, what's one of those misconceptions that everybody believes that you correct every day? 
okay, so the biggest thing I correct every day, as you heard me say, I'm still filing, preparing taxes right now. The biggest thing, myth, is people think that when April 15th comes, that's the last day to file. That is not the last day to file for people who are going to get a refund. That's the last day to file or to file an extension for people who owe. So, yeah, me too. <laughs> but um, that that's what that April 15th deadline is for. So everybody is not, I mean, the majority of the people do come between, you know, January to April. But I still have a lot of people who do come after April and get big refunds. They still get money. Let me ask yeah. you, do you have, do you run into the situation where a lot of people ask you about my baby daddy have a, is on child support? Do y'all, do y'all address that? How does that work? So if your child's dad is on child support and he files a tax return, then you know it's going to be intercepted. And listen, child support is one of the biggest interceptions that there, there, there is out here. So it does, like, listen, he can go to, he can hit the lottery. Child support is going to take their money. He can file a tax return. Child support is going to take their money. He could get into an accident. Child support will take their money. So if you know he, you know, you do some money to him, he, to, if he's due money to you and he files that tax return, depending on how many people he have to split it with, because how many children do he have? How many children are he on child support for? You will get a portion of that uh, refund. All right. So what about the women that that married a man who is on child that debt becomes your debt. If you and that husband, yep, if you and that husband file a tax return together and he's on child support, yes. I always see people say it don't matter. Just fill out a form, something, something, something. A hardship. You you can um you can do an injured spouse. Now here's the thing you have to be careful with when you're doing this injured spouse. Mm -hmm. It does not necessarily mean that the money you made you will receive. You may get a portion of it. You may not get all of it. So, but you need to know these things when going into it. I'm going to say this, and I know everybody's going to be like, don't put her on here no more. But <laughs> if that's your husband and you know he's on child support and y'all are a team, right? That's something you need to, y'all going to probably have to tackle together because he can't get a passport. So he has to clean. If you're trying to travel with this man, and you want to do these things together, then I'm sorry, sis. You might have to say, you know what? We're going to do this together. And let's go ahead on and eliminate this debt. I mean, I'm pretty sure you married him knowing he was on child support. So, Right. But that's like one of the biggest questions. I always see that going back and forth. People always asking about, you know. What happened if he on child support? Is they gonna take my money and stuff. So yeah, they, they're gonna take it. Y'all are one in the eyes of the government, so they will they will intercept that check. Hmm. All right. Let, let okay. me tell you a story. When I first first got into taxes, I've been doing this twelve years. I'll never forget at the time I was working for a company. I had a young lady working with me, and she let our fiance carry the kids. And, you know, he got his refund and she came to work 
And she had an attitude with me. Why you didn't tell me they, that they took his refund for child support? I was like, well, how am I supposed to know? You know? Right. Like, don't be shocked. We hear we hear about it a lot now. We know that it's common. So if your husband, fiance, boyfriend uh, has child support issues, you, you probably need to know these things. You might want to ask those type of questions because you don't want to, you know... You don't want to help him help himself, <laughs> I guess. Just you don't want to dig yourself in a bigger hole that you that you're not prepared for. At least you have to know. Cause don't it, don't let it happen and then say you didn't know. Exactly. You know it's out there. Yeah. Right. So we gonna switch a little bit since we're talking mm -hmm. about the relationships. We are gonna talk about relationships a little bit, and these are the questions that I've been asking everybody. So I'm actually trying to compare answers because it's it's interesting hearing what different women say like. I always thought that most women think the same, but I'm learning a lot. Like we don't think the same, even. No. But then it's not racism because I ask different races. But I don't know, it's just interesting. So we'll just women are women and men are men, and we all different. Yeah, we we pretty much all different. So do you feel that I'm not saying all, but do you feel that most men cheat? Most? No. No. Mm -mm. I have a husband, and I I feel like women we know when our men cheat. Mm -hmm. We know the type of men we have. Mm -hmm. Whether you in denial about it or not, we know what we got. We know the type of man we married. I can honestly say I feel my husband has never cheated and does not cheat. All right. Well, even in your past relationships, do you feel that same thing? Uh, I've, I've been with men who I know cheated. So you've been cheated on before? Yep. Whether I caught him in an act or didn't. I know what I know. Right, you know. Well, we and most of us, we we usually do. We feel it. We know we can tell when something is different. Yeah. So, is cheating a deal breaker if you do have that situation? Outside I, of your husband, let's just pretend he's not there. If you had a situation with cheating, would you? Is that a deal breaker? It no. I don't. I, let me take that back. If I'm cheating then why do I care? But if I'm being honest and I'm being, you know, faithful and committed to you and you're not doing the same to me, I can't live with that. And if I allow you to do it, you're going to continue to do it. If you're, if, if we're looking to get married and we're building and you cheating on me constantly throughout our relationship before we get married, why do I expect you to change once we get married? Now, Say we we together for five years and you cheat on me five out of five years or whatever the case may be. And I forgave you. But then I say, you know what? I'm tired. Because see, when I get tired, you can't even pour me a glass of water. So if I get tired, then I'm going to let you go. It might take three or four years for you to realize and get your shit together that, you know what? I probably should have gotten, did the right thing by this particular woman. And you may go back and pursue her again and, all, you know, we could get together and you may change. Let's hope I haven't. Let's hope I feel the same way about you. But, you know, if you learn, sometimes you make him a better woman, a better man for the next woman. He just wasn't that man for you. And he may go into the next relationship and never cheat. But for me, if you show me the sign, believe a person when they show you who you are. That's the truth right there. Now, it's interesting. I, sh I wish I would have put out the, uh, the one I did yesterday, but she had the, the most interesting perspective I've ever heard on cheating. 
She said that when a man cheat, it don't count. She said that because men just cheat, there's nothing involved in it. I mean, I might be saying it wrong, but she basically I, I said, it. you know, she said that they don't really mean anything. When we cheat, we mean something by it. So she was like, that don't bother her. She said cheating don't bother her. It's not a deal breaker. So that could be for her. But what about the way you felt? Do you want to always feel or are you numb to it because you taught yourself to accept it and say, oh, it's okay. We didn't mean it. He's not. Here's the thing. He's never going to mean it until one day he never comes back because not every woman. But he probably only cheating because you allow it. Because you let them do it. Yeah, that's true. I always listen in making me feel insecure is worse than cheating on me. If you make me feel you ain't never got to sleep with another woman, but if you make me feel like I'm less than, I can't deal with that. Right. You could cheat on me and make me feel like the most happiest woman in the world. And I listen, I'm okay with being stupid. Does that make sense? You can be out here doing whatever you want, and the whole entire world can know except for me because you've never ever made me feel less than. I'm okay with that. As long as I'm happy, I walk out the door with a smile. You can't tell me nothing. I'm I'm totally I don't ask make sure you want to know the answers that you're asking. That's true. They always say that be careful. You sure don't don't never ask this guy told me never ask a question if you're not ready for the answer. I learned that young. If I'm happy, why would I ruin my happiness by asking you a question? I'm 100% listen. Like, remember I said, you know when you're unhappy. You know when a man is cheating. If I have no idea you're out here cheating on me, right? And the woman in me, because we women and we ask questions that we don't really want to know the answers to. If the woman in me say, well, babe, you ever cheated on me? Now I'm 100% happy in this moment. And I expect him to say no. But he said, well, yeah, you know, if we're going to be honest about it. Yeah, you know, you remember this? I'm going to be devastated. I just ruined, I just called my, caused my own devastation. You caused it or he caused it? I'm going to say I caused it because I had no feeling. I had no, it, it was not an inkling in my body that this man was cheating on me. I didn't feel it at all. Nothing told me. My instincts, you know, didn't kick in. My my antennas didn't go up and say something ain't right. I was just asking a question probably because my friend asked her old man the question because I, I totally believe in a, association brings on a simulation. So I could have been listening to my friend's problems with her man, brought it home, asked my man a question, and he didn't told me something I wasn't even prepared for when I was just asking, expecting him to say no. <laughs> Right. So, with that being said, you cheat back or you wait on karma? I'm not a cheater, so I'm leaving. See, because what what you're going to live with is the fact that you ruined it. You're never going to be able to say, oh, well, you cheated too. Right. I'm not going to lie. Well, And here's another thing. I'm 43 years old. So, the things I could put up with in my 20s and 30s, I can't really tolerate anymore. So I'm out because I know I could get another man that ain't going to cheat. That's probably going to treat me better. That part. Now, being a, a boss lady, do you find that it's a little more difficult for women of your status to find, you know, to find a man? I want to say... Thank God I found my husband when I was struggling. 
you know, because I see women who struggle to find men. But my thing is this. What are you looking at in a man now that you've made money? See, because usually you when you start, you make a if you make a half a million dollars, you're looking for a man that makes a million dollars. You know, you looking for a man that makes a million dollars, don't ain't already married, need this, need that, and need this. Instead of looking at the man, can you build the question is can you build with a man who has less than you? Because sometimes your husband don't have a million dollars yet he probably got a hundred thousand and he's got the million dollar potential but you he needs you to drive him there some women want him all packaged up and boxed and ready to go and it don't always come like that right but it also takes a certain kind of man to be able to deal with a woman that's established like that it definitely does it, it it's listen I'm going to hold on to my husband because I am not for the week. Right? I know I'm not for the week. I mean, I my husband came inside fussing at me the other day and was like, don't do this no more because, listen, I went and got tanned. I was black. He was like, why? You know, you already, why would you go get, listen, you, a man has to know how to deal with a woman. And then don't get it wrong. Don't get me twisted. Men aren't jealous of women. I see it all the time. But what type of woman are you like? Listen, men got to take accountability for their actions. Women got to take accountability for their actions. What type of woman are you? Are you that woman that makes them feel insecure because you make the most money? So are you the man in a relationship? Because usually when you make that type of, I'm a boss, right? I tell, I sort of tell people to do all the time. When I get home, I can't tell, like, I can't, my husband, like, you ain't at work. You're not going to tell me what to do, you know? So you, you got to find a fit. I have to check myself sometimes because I go from work to home being that same boss thinking I'm going to tell this person, do this, run this, do this or whatever. So my husband sort of shuts it down and say, uh, nah, go back outside because this ain't 1804, you know? You're should. not at work right now. <laughs> I, you know, I believe in, in those traditional, some some of the traditional gender roles, and that's one that I believe in. I do believe that a man is supposed to, you know, he's supposed to be the leader. You can't, you, you know, you're not supposed to come in there running it like this the tax office. Listen, I'm going to let a man be a man. I ain't trying to touch no doors. Mm. I ain't trying to open no door. I ain't trying to take no trash out. I ain't trying to, listen, I literally want to live a soft life. Mm. Yeah, you saw girl era, huh? I, I'm definitely out. But here's the great thing. I want my husband to be there as well. My husband ain't fixing on no cars or cutting no grass or doing none of that. We work hard to not have to do those things. So I, I'm definitely living my soft girl life. Wherever my husband needs to be a man, he, I'm letting him be a man. Period. You know? Now, sometimes I'm still that, I'm still that girl that be like testing the waters. And he got to put his foot down sometimes. And I need that. I got to touch him waters because I need to make sure he ain't losing it. Right? Yeah, I need that. Temperature. Yeah, I need that authority. Like, I need you to put that bass in your voice and tell me, go sit down somewhere and I'm going to listen. So, you know, I need that excitement in my life. But at the same time, I'm going to let my husband gonna be a man. I'm going I'm to let a man be a man. Right. What is the biggest lesson you've learned from all of your relationships? I'm not responsible for nobody's happiness. 
Mm. You know, we, you know, you hear people saying this all the time. People grow up on love versus people who grow up on survival, right? I grew up on love. My husband literally has most of the men I've dated has grown up on survival. The way I, I'm, I wake up happy every day. Literally. I wake up happy pretty 365 days a year. I wake 360 of them. I'm, I'm happy when I wake up. I don't really have too many bad days. I don't let nothing get the best of me. My husband adds to my happiness. I add to his. My job ain't to make sure he wake up with that same smile. Because he's responsible for that. But the longest before you realize that you thinking you got to do all these things to make this person happy because you want that person to be happy. I do want you to be happy, but there's a bigger part of you that needs to make yourself happy that I can't give you. Similar to what's his name? St Steph Curry and when his wife her name Alicia Curry, whatever yeah. name, she was saying that she just her husband doesn't make her happy. and He doesn't give her attention. But isn't that anything we do though? Listen, anytime you get asked, you ever been fascinated by somebody and you like, you just really think about somebody on social media, you're really fascinated, you're looking at them on social media, you like what they're putting out every day, and it's like, oh. And then one day you meet the person and you meet them in person, and then you're like, y'all become friends, really good friends, right? You sort of lose the value in that person. Not that that person, that person ain't supposed to make you happy every day. That person ain't supposed to, that, that's not your, like, they're going to fall off because now we had a comfort. Now you don't see me all the time with the glitz and the glamour, right? Now you see me just regular person and you like, you're getting bored by that person. You're, you're sort of taking them for granted, right? Because you got access to them now. So you're not excited. They're not, you know, you they're not making you as happy as they were before. It's just a comfort. I don't think it's something intentionally. I just think it's just not, not as like, hey, what you doing? Sometimes we come in the house, me and my husband, we might not talk right away. You know, he may not, he might have forgot to kiss me in the morning, right? It doesn't mean that he's unhappy with me. It just means that now it's be, life is lifing right now. And we got to find a way to get back to where it is. Okay, so when it comes down to a young woman coming to you saying that she want to be married, what's some good advice you would give her about marriage? Know the person you're marrying. Why are you marrying this person? Why why are you marrying this person? Like, are you marrying for a wedding? Are you marrying to say, I'm married? Are you marrying to say, everybody else single and now I got them? You know, because... Listen, if you marry, you could be married and single. Definitely. You know, I tell people all the time, the the, the relationship was over before the marriage ended. Why are you doing the things you're doing? Why are you, you know, just make sure it's, if you feel it, you will know what's right. And if you're doing it for all the right reasons, do it. But if you're just doing it because you want to wear a big fancy dress and you want to pick out a, a a hall and a venue and you know you want the gifts then think about it think twice right so why do you why aren't people getting married like like they used to 
You really think people aren't getting married like they used to, or you think it's what society is telling us? You think it's what social media is telling us? No, I think people aren't getting married like they used to because what used to be relationships, people are okay with saying we just friends. And, you know, like when we, in our day, we say, oh, it's my brother, that's my brother. That means, oh, that's my brother, that's my homeboy. Brother these days mean we have we friends with benefits, but we're not together, but we do everything together. But it's never that so next step. Let's look at the parents in this situation. I never, I have three daughters of my own. I never wanted to portray that the single life was the life to live. I always knew. I grew up, I saw my grandmother and grandfather grow up, you know, married, happy. So now my mom, I seen her date. I never seen her, but I saw my grandparents married, but I seen my mom date. If you out here dating, you can't tell me you're just dating to be dating. You don't want nothing because you could just be single by yourself and not have a man at all. But if you're dating, don't lie to yourself and say, oh, I'm just doing this to be doing this. You're doing this because you're trying to go somewhere. Right. We know you're trying to go somewhere because how many women we see every day doing crazy stuff to men? You ain't just doing that because you do, you're doing that because your feelings was hurt because you was trying to grow and build with someone. And they weren't trying to grow and build with you or they don't know how to grow and build with you, whatever the case may be. If you if you grew up and your mom was always single and you always saw your mama say, oh, because I'm living, I'm in a club. Oh, I never wanted to be 40 in a club. What I'm looking for. I never wanted to be that girl. I knew that at a certain age, I got married, my first marriage, I was 27 years old. I knew that I wanted a husband. I wanted security. You know, I, I didn't want to be that girl out here just randomly dating everybody and just praising a single life. And I know... I have friends to this day, I tell them, you better get a man because nobody will die alone. So, it, again, with that question, it goes back to what they've seen and what people are trying to tell them is okay. Don't listen to society telling you it's okay. If you know you want to be in a relationship, you want to be in that relationship and that's fine. If you want to settle down, if you every girl wants to be loved by a man, especially when she loves him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that a lot of times, like you said, it's, it's defense mechanisms. They say that. They don't really believe it because we always have the conversation about side chicks. And there's always the one person, oh, I want, I don't want nobody. I don't want to be the old lady. I don't want to do this. But deep down inside, they really wish they were the old lady. You know, they, they want to be that person. They make up a hundred excuses of why they like it like that, but none of them. My thing is this, though. My thing is this. Half of the time when there's a side chick, you find that the side chick don't like the old lady. If you really okay with things being the way they are, why are you mad at the wife? That part. That's true. You know, you mad at the wife because she got something you want. Right. But yeah, but they they like to make themselves believe that that's what they want. People want. are so fake with themselves. They don't know how to keep it real with themselves. The first thing we as people need to do is learn how to say we want this, we don't want this, and it's okay to not, you know, it's okay to feel the way you feel. Yeah, they got to learn how to be be vulnerable. Everybody's so scared and shamed of saying different things, and so they just lie about it. You got to be able to just be honest with yourself. You know, the crazy part is people have shame and don't have shame. So, for example, 
you ashamed to say you want to be in this relationship and you want a man and you want to have this and you want to do these things you want to build a family but then you don't have shame and you okay with being a side chick like you 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 have you draw a line saying oh i ain't doing i'm not being a wife i can't be a wife but you don't draw the line saying oh well i'm gonna play second best a third best or fourth best or whatever the case because if you number two or you know you got to know there you could be replaced the one person who ain't going nowhere is the wife yep and they're like well he playing both of us why you worry because one's still getting more than the other one right if that's See, what you don't know, tell yourself <laughs> Yeah, you if if he going home every night on them holidays, them whatever you know, he going home to that wife, them kids, and he going home with a smile on his face. He happy and he bringing groceries home and flowers. He doing all the stuff that the side chick want. He listen. Remember, I told you I could be stupid. He's doing everything he got to do when he come in here. I feel no type of way. I am perfectly happy in my relationship. If you the side chick and you looking at me, you're going to know I'm happy. It's going to eat you up in the inside. He ain't playing me. He's playing you. Right. It's just so many people don't have like self-respect of, you know, they self-worth is very low because they think that's all they deserve. Like, you 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 better than being somebody's side piece. You you know you deserve you deserve your own dude. You deserve if you want to go out for your birthday, y'all can go out without hiding your face. You know. Yeah, yeah. But you you, you, want, you want somebody to show you off. You want somebody to treat you the way that man is treating his wife. Now don't get me wrong, we're not praising the man because he's low down and dirty. He shouldn't have a side chick, of course. But at the same time, women allow a lot of stuff. That's why men do what they do. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We we do allow a lot of us settle. A lot of us don't feel like going back out there in the dating world, so we just accept whatever we have. But Which is true. And then out and, and here's the thing, that's so crazy. I don't do you see what's going on out here? I wouldn't want to be single for not maybe I'm delusional. I wouldn't want to be single for nothing in the world because it is I hear a story every day that makes me love my husband a little bit more. Yeah. You're not lying. I'm not like I'm not how they say that. The dating pool got pee in it. Yeah, <laughs> it, got a, it got a lot of stuff in it. I'm not. I'm. I'm happy myself that I don't have to go back and, and fight in that world because it's it's a lot going on. It's a lot you have to deal with. Depending on your age, some women have to accept men yeah. going both ways. I mean, yeah. that's what you like, then that's what you like. But I mean, some women who would never do that. Some women I see get forced into relationships. I won't say forced, but they get stuck in relationships, and the men have them doing things that they would never have done. Got them yeah. stuff they ain't supposed to yeah. be doing, doing all kind of stuff. So it's like men know that that they on top and they can do all kind of stuff. But us women really need to, you know, reclaim the, the throne. Because I mean, you know, the when you when you confident in yourself as a woman, right? Because you still, no matter what, like we want a man to be a man. But we got to be a woman. We have to know who we are. And our position is very much more powerful than the man's. Mm-hmm. You have to know this. A man, I'm not taking nothing away from a man. A man is a king. A woman is a queen. Mm-hmm. Right? And I ain't no big 
I don't play chess, but if I'm not mistaken, you don't move the queen. Right? You so move the queen. You, you, don't you, move move the, you don't move the king. You move the queen. Right. Right. But, okay, you move the queen. And you know why? Because you know that that queen is going to protect that king. Why did it send the king out first to protect the queen? Right. Let me tell you something. I... So I may want, I don't even read me, but I'm going to use this as an, as an example. Today is Wednesday. I may want a steak Sunday. So I'm going to tell my husband, I'm going to say, oh, a steak shows sound good today. You know, oh, it just sound real good. And I think, oh, that, that steak going to be real good. I'm playing that scene because guess what? Sunday, my husband's going to say, let's go get steaks. My husband now thinks that he saved the day. <laughs> but I had already planted that seed. Do you understand? So now he thought it's his idea. He thinking he made his wife the happiest woman because she worked hard. She deserves steak. I already planned that seed. I knew what the outcome was going to be. I had to let him think it was him, his doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you think that the independent movement that black women, not even black women, because I've, I've heard some white women say this as well, but do you think that the I'm independent, I don't need a man, do you think that's hurt, that's hurting us? Yes. That was never our deal. That was the white women. I hate to say this because I don't want to say it like a race thing because, you know, I have white customers, so if you ever hear this, don't think that I'm racist or anything like that. But that wasn't our movement. That was white women's movement. And you know who they needed to come and fulfill that movement? Black women. White women wanted to go to work. Black women was happy being homemakers. They came, got us out of our house, told us, oh, we don't need a man. We can go to work. We can do this and we can do that. And now to this day, because of that, men feel, ever since then, men have felt less than. And when you see men, women saying, oh, because now men want us to chase them, it, it did some to our brain to make us more masculine. Mm -hmm. And now we're masculine and we don't know how to demasculate ourselves when a man comes around. So it makes the men, we already, remember I just told you, I told my husband I wanted a steak on Wednesday. We already know how to manipulate the man into thinking that he's the king. We don't even do that no more. I want a steak today. I'm going to get me a steak, whether he, right? You know, you understand. Mm -hmm. I give him a chance to bring him, give him flowers. Mm -hmm. Let that man again be a man. Play dumb. Act like it. Listen, I call it the pickle jar effect. I can open a pickle jar. Ask my husband to open it. He's so strong. Mm -hmm. Right. You know. Right. So. I know you say you've been divorced before. So how did you, you know, some of us get get our hearts broken and we done forever, especially men. They get they, one girl break their heart and they done. How did you find the courage to love again after you've been divorced once? The judge broke us up. So I had no choice but to find love again, right? But if you, I ain't let nothing hold, like nothing can control me. So if you let the fact that your heart was broken one time control who you are, you're going to be single. I, I don't want to be afraid to love again. Like, I love love. I'm, I'm a girl. Like, I'm a, you know, I'm a girl. 
I love love. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to have a man. I want every all woman or whatever you choose. I want everybody to be happy. That's what I look forward to. You're never gonna, if you're afraid, you're never gonna find happiness again. What you gonna live in misery? Don't let one person control your outcome from here on out. So the heartbreak and all that stuff that didn't affect your trust. It did. I was hurt by it, but have you ever hurt somebody's feelings? Sure so you want to? You, you you definitely have. Are you a bad person? Did do you want that person to not live their best life because you hurt their feelings? No. Everybody make mistakes. Sometimes we do stuff that we know we shouldn't have done, but it it just makes us stronger. And you you have to pick. Put your big girl drawers on and move on. Right. It didn't kill you. It taught you a lesson. Now you ain't going to be, you might not be as vulnerable as you was before. You may not just drop your guard immediately. It's going to build a wall. A man going to have to work a little harder to get through, but mm-hmm. I'm going to, I want him, I'm going to allow him to come through. Right. I ain't going to keep putting gates up and gates up and gates up every time you turn around. Like, no, I'm not going to fight you. Like, I ain't fighting you to love me. Love me. Right, right. Because you might keep yourself out from a real good love. And, and then you're gonna be 50 and single and you're gonna be like remembering when right. oh i should have just mike loved me one thing you know you ever heard somebody say one thing i know is he loved me but you didn't let him love you so now y'all ain't together no more and you missed out on maybe the best thing you could have had yeah a lot of us don't know how to love i find we don't know how a lot of us was raised Luckily, you know, you, you've had your grandparents, but a lot of us was raised in homes where we didn't have a mom and a dad, so we didn't see how things were supposed to go. So a lot of us out here just winging it. And instead of learning how to deal with it, they just keep shutting people out, and then, you know, we see less and less love, less and, you know. And that's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. Do you know what you want? You ain't got to, you may not know how to love because you never seen it and you didn't grow up around it but you know how you want to be treated right you know how you want to be you you know how you want to feel you know how you want to have someone make you feel you know these things strive towards what you want not what you didn't have or what you didn't see let's focus on what i can how can i get past this i didn't see my mom with a man so but i don't i have daughters i don't want my daughters to not see me with a man i don't you know again i don't want my daughters to think it's okay for me to be single like what do i think about this just as many when there's a lot of men and women who grew up with single in single family homes with just a mom or just a dad that still came up out of it got married and living the best life they could live happily in love so not seeing it isn't an excuse but you have to be open to learning how to do it, no matter how old you are. Right. I like that. All right. So it is time for my favorite question of the day. And that is, if you could go back and talk to 17-year-old star about life, what would you tell her? So when I was 17, I, I would have said pay attention. I would have said pay attention, act now like i i know this because i tell my 19 year old daughter all the time you're gonna wake up and be 30. life really gets life be life and you just thinking it ain't and 
you know, I would tell my 17 year old self, buckle down now, pay attention. Like the street's going to be there. Do what you got to do. Had I did what I had to do at 17, I'd probably be a multimillionaire now. Wow. Okay. All right. So <laughs> that is the end of today's lesson. It, I mean, lesson that went really fast. It did. But it, it was did. good conversation. So that's it good. It was fun. I'm sure we'll have more questions and then we can always come back and, and talk more uh, because people always send in questions and stuff like that. So I do want to tell you so much. Thank you, Star. And can you no let problem. everybody know how they can follow you if they're interested in your tax business? They should definitely follow you because even if not, you give good tips about taxes either way. So y'all definitely need to follow her. Can you give them your, your tax? Yes. You can find me at Five Star Tax Pros, and that's Star with two R's. So that's the number five star S T A R R Tax Pros on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere. You do it on my website, Five Star Tax Pros.com. Remember Five Star Tax Pros, and you'll find me. Gotcha. All right. So that is the end of today's show. Thank you all for being around. I hope you gained a lot of knowledge. Remember, if you have questions, send them in, and we will definitely address them. Thanks again. And if the Lord say the same, I'll see y'all next week. Yes. Bye. Thank you.